Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Simon here uh, with Paul and Fraser. Hi Paul, how are you? Hiya, I'm good, thanks. Good, good. And Fraser, how are you? Yeah, all good, thanks. All good. We're, we're, all, we're all upbeat after a couple of, uh, of very good results. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so much so we can't speak. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I said to you, Simon, I think two weeks ago, a week ago, it might have been a week ago, that um, I thought it was, uh, it, I was not confident, I thought it was all done. And now, I mean, it doesn't look like it's definitely on, but it looks a lot better, doesn't it? It does. It, I, somebody on Twitter over the last couple of, maybe the last week, has been just sort of putting up the the, uh, the bookmakers' odds, the odds on getting into the playoffs and also then getting promotion. And they've gradually been sort of shortening. I mean, I think we're still something like six or seven to one to make the playoffs. So, you know, they, we're, the, we're the outsiders, um, but that's shortened. And I think if you know, we'll we'll preview um, Rotherham in a bit. But if we get a result at Rotherham and and other results go our way, I can see though that those odds shortening again. It's uh, you know we're we're in with a chance. But we we will we'll get to Rotherham in a bit. We'll we'll review Fleetwood and and Milton Keynes. Um, we'll we'll uh, we'll touch on the the women's game on Sunday, which it's great. Two the men's and the women's team have got massive games this weekend. Um, at the top, at the right end of the table. So, uh, I think, yeah, if we jump straight in with, with Fleetwood, which Fraser in the last pod, we both said um, we thought we would win. And although we won it, I think we probably played worse than in the previous three games that we got no points from. It's weird how, you know, we just got over the line with that. We, we played brilliantly for 15 minutes and then hung on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely the... Uh... The point of the season where nobody could care less about how we uh, <laughs> how we uh, how we perform is it? it's uh, it's all about winning and that's 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 what we needed to do. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, it's uh, it was it was it was great to get that. And um, but it still kind of felt like we were just staring at other results, weren't we? And um, I always feel like you can't fully enjoy the win. It doesn't really feel like a normal win, then, does it? When you're just looking at everyone else's results. But yeah, we did our did our job, didn't we? So did our bit. Did our bit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, you know, having gone through those three defeats and, and sort of seen how well we played, uh, but at that point in the season, you go, well, it doesn't really matter how well we play, we just need points on the board. And then we go to Fleetwood and we play well, I say, play well for 15 minutes, then we don't play well, but we got the points on the board. And I think sort of last night was, a, was a, again, that kind of played off, not awfully, didn't play at all well first half, but we hung on, we got to half-time at nil-nil and came out in the second half a, a much better side and, and got the, played well and got the points, which kind of is a positive, you know, you you want to play well because that more often than not means you win the game um, and that, that'll do us well hopefully for the rest of the season, how well we played in that second half. Yeah, absolutely. You can take that into the the two games now, can't we? And um, it's weird. It suddenly looks like we're um, we're we're on for. Well, I don't want to say guaranteed, but I, I would fancy <laughs> us to to get six points coming up here. Um, I mean, Rotherham are all over the place. Mm. Um, and and um, yeah, you know what's going to happen, don't you? We're going to we're going to struggle <laughs> to score against Doncaster. You know that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, Doncaster, it, it, who are already down. That's yeah, that is yeah. that kind of we're we're building it up either to 
fall flat on our face on on uh, on Saturday against Rotherham and they beat us and other go other results don't go our way and that's it it's all over um or like you say we we get our hopes it's the hope that kills you yeah you get your hopes up after potentially beating Rotherham and uh and Doncaster become the uh the 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 one that we we is the banana skin. Um, Paul, what what are your thoughts on how how we played last well last night and Fleetwood? Yeah, I mean last night the first half was um, uh, it it wasn't great. <laughs> um, they I mean they were superb. Their movement and stuff was it's it was like um, like when we played. Uh, uh, Wednesday at our place or Wigan at our place in the first half we were just superb when then Bulldog went off injured it was just like it was so lovely to watch them even though it was opposition and it was just like how are we going to get close to this team like we we can't draw against them that's not enough Um, and then say whatever happened at half time whether that's the players whether that's Robinson whether it's a combination they just came out a different team in the second half. They knew what to do, and a last-minute winner is so much better than like a five-nil or something like that. It's just it it just gets the fans going. And um, the thing is, that's on paper that's the hardest game, really. Although obviously Rotherham are above us, their form is not great, and. But then, as you've said, you know, it would be typical if you lose, you, you don't win against Doncaster. Like, it's, those are the, like Wickham, they've got Sheffield Wednesday, but they've also got Burton. And Burton, mm. they should be on the beach, but they're playing well. You know, that's a really tough game for them. It's this time of the season where form and league positions go out the window. It's, it's, something different and uh, you just can't predict it it's I don't know whether I'm happy to be in, back in the race or not because my nerves can't take it <laughs> and you find don't you that um, teams whose fate is already sorted or have nothing to to play for so I guess the same thing um, they, they do funny things they they, they they find this ability that um, I guess a lot of football is about mentality and pressure isn't it and when that all goes um, yeah you, you just become you just have this ability to uh, to play play, uh, play freely um, and yeah I think you're right um, you're bang on Paul with uh, I think last night on paper should be the hardest game uh, and like I say, I know Rotherham are higher, but Rotherham's form is just horrendous. And they've obviously, mm. you know, if they can secure an auto, they're going to stumble over the line. Um, but, you know, I think it's, um, we're, you, you've got to fancy us. You absolutely have um, um, to, to win that game on Saturday. And, and, you know, I think you said about the last minute winner there um, against MK, the, the best thing, how many forwards have we had in the past, say, 10 years who would have fluffed that shot up? Who he yes. he he was so it was a it was a sudden error from their back line we can't get away from that I mean it was a it was a calamity moment from from them um, and the the what were the three players involved in that move for Oxford and each one of them stayed calm saw what was happening quickly and then the the shot was brilliant um, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, we've had so many players in the past who, who would have messed that up, blasted it over the bar, shot right at the keeper. He just he just did it perfectly. Um, and, yeah, it was it was wonderful to watch. I'm sure we all were... Uh, we all uh, went a bit mad. <laughs> you're, you're so right. It was, you know, it, I, I watched it back a couple of times and Ryan Williams, although he doesn't actually get involved in playing the ball, the pressure he puts on the left back to put it back into the middle. And there's, there's that fast press, that quick press that the, that the three of them do with, with, with like I said, Ryan Williams, Bowden and Taylor, and they're, they're putting pressure on their, their back four. And it's, it's that, it's that pressure that they applied at that time of the game that and quick thinking, like you say, everybody went at the same time. I think um, Carl Robinson sort of mentioned it, that you, you've either got to commit to that press or, or not. You can't go halfway because you go halfway, you'll get picked off. And, and it was, which they did in the first half, you know, MK or times we were, we were sort of running at players and they just play a little triangle and, and run away with the ball. And it, it, we looked a little bit, you know, bereft of ideas, but that it worked so well at the end of the game there with, with Williams putting the pressure on. And then, like you say, Billy Bowden looks such a, a quali- calm quality player. You know, there's, there's, there were times in, you know, his, his footwork is fantastic. We, we nearly had other sort of chances in the, in the second half, but he, he looks such a, you, you trust him. Like you say, we've had players in the past that you just look at that and think, no, they're going to lash that into Rose Z. He just looked, it, you just felt, yeah, he's going to score that because he's got that ability. It's it kind of the way it fell. It it almost reminded me of the Jamie Mackey goal um, a couple mm. of seasons ago, uh, or the disputed one, um, mm. because the way it shaped up and then the celebrations and things afterwards. You know, it was we needed that, and you know, obviously it helps that it kind of went into the the same sort of celebrations went into the same corner and stuff but it just the the feel of it just that kind of desperation and then relief it it's just that could be the turning point for both of our seasons you know i mean mk should definitely make the playoffs at least yeah but they're, they're looking at the autos you know um they're, they're the team that you, you you fancy to get up there um, mm. And now they, the other thing as well, they've, they've got to do us a favour against other teams. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you're yeah. right because Rotherham are stumbling a little yeah. bit, um, and an MK play Plymouth on the last game of the season. Uh, that that's you know Plymouth have got Wigan away and MK at home. There's you know if they lost both of those, you wouldn't be at all surprised, um, and and that would would you know and give us a chance. We're kind of looking at this mathematical equation, but we need to win both our games. I think if we don't get maximum points, I think we're going to we'll fall short because that would need you know pretty much every result to go our way rather than just some of the results to go our way. But but Plymouth, yeah, Plymouth are going to Wigan and MK very difficult games, and like say Wickham playing Sheffield Wednesday, who who could easily sneak the autos, you know, if they. They get if Milton Keynes stumble, Rotherham are stumbling. Sheffield Wednesday seem to be the team in form, um, and and they play they play Wickham like we say Fleetwood and Pompey who haven't really got well Fleetwood are struggling at the bottom, but it it puts it yeah you just want to be able to go into the last game of the season 
it might be in our hands if we win and the other other results this weekend go our way. But but just go into it with it. You know, with a chance, you know, win your game on the last game of the season. Who knows what happens? Like Pompey losing to Accrington last season. You know that that that's you know that's just as kind of Burton Wickham. You know that that's a, a similar sort of well, uh, Wick- similar sort of game. Wickham against Wimbledon. Like mm. nobody saw um, Wickham not winning that. So yeah, it's in a, it's strange. Almost Rotherham are. Out of all the teams in there, you're kind of, they're the ones you wouldn't want to be right now, because they mm. their form is so awful. Yeah, they've got the points and stuff, but if they don't make those autos, I can't see them doing much in the playoff because of their lack of confidence. You know, it's it's so like momentum is everything. Um, I think, um, and and it's it's actually Rotherham I was going to mention there, where um, I think. Um, does anyone know? Because I don't. I'm, I'm asking you. Does anyone know the reason for their poor form? Have they got injuries, or have they just fallen off a cliff edge for no reason? I'm not sure. Um, I know that they're they they've been very efficient at getting their results, um, and not necessarily playing well. So yeah, when, as soon as you, that's great when it happens, but as soon as you don't start to get those results. There's that little bit of extra pressure because the, the, you're not playing well. You know, so it's, I think that that could possibly it, be it. Um, I know that Plymouth have a few, in, oh, is it? Plymouth have a few injuries, or MK Dons. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. it's and we've got players to come back. <laughs> mm. um, no, absolutely, and it's and in a, in a funny way, if MK, uh, if Rotherham stumble over the line, and MK end up as the third place team, it's kind of a similar thing because they've had a fair reason to be hopeful of autos in the last two weeks. Um, if they now don't make that, they will be slightly disappointed, um, and you often want a, a disappointed team because um, you don't you often find that teams who drop out of the autos and into the playoffs. Um, don't actually do that well. I mean, I, I remember our game when we went up against Wickham four or five years ago. Um, if we'd if we'd lost that day and gone into the playoffs, there is no way we would have won those playoffs because we would have been so dejected about what had happened. And I know MK aren't the auto team, but they've had a fair shout at it now for two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, and it's now kind of fallen away again because they've lost the last two games. It may not happen. So, I mean, either of those teams... I mean, you have to feel if we get into the playoffs, it's going to be the last spot we'll get, probably. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to face that third-place team in, in our semi. I'm getting so ahead of myself. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's painful. Yeah, no, we, we are caveating all of this with we yeah. have to win both our games, you know, and if yeah. we're not taking that as a given, but 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 for the purposes of further discussion, yeah, if... if <laughs> Otherwise, we'd just be going. Well, we're not going to make it. Thank you very much. Good night. And yeah, yeah. who do you want first game of the championship next season? Yeah, <laughs> I do think one of the things that has kind of happened over the last couple of weeks is Kieran Brown has mm. stepped up to the plate. You know, we've we've looked a bit suspect, shall we say, down that left side defensively. He's so solid. Um, and you know he just he keeps it simple. He's that kind of Michael Rains, 
you know, Mr. Dependable sort of thing, nothing too fancy, and you need that occasionally. And I think there's been a lot of things right, but I think he has really showed that it was a re uh, you know, yeah, we lost Thornley in the January transfer window, but he's a he's a decent replacement if we could do something more permanent. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a fantastic target from goal kicks as well. You know, both him and Sam Long, but but more Kieran Brown sort of seem to go almost to a left wing position, and we aim for him with a big diagonal that he'll get a head onto because uh, he's a, he's a good header of the ball, big lad. Sam Long kind of does that away. Weirdly, you know, with all the praise that Luke McNally's been getting over the last, you know, however many months he's been playing and playing really well, I thought last night was possibly his worst game for us. You know, we kept a clean sheet, so you know, couldn't have been that bad. But I think there were a couple of times when you where he made errors that were a little bit unforced. Um, and and but you're yeah, Kieran Brown, the, the goal line clearance he made was was sensational. Yeah. Um, and you know that will be hopefully McNally's one bad game of the season, and uh, he'll be he'll be back on it again um, come Saturday. But yeah, I think that clean sheet is quite an important one. You know, although you know in games we've played, like we played well, like we say Fleetwood went well, but we conceded, and we always we've just looked, you know, however well we have played, we've always looked like we're going to concede at some point, and and last night. I don't think we did particularly, you know, that, that, that one goal line clearance um, was about as far, I think, as, as they got with, with serious intent on the MK. Yeah, they were a bit disappointing, weren't they? Um, I actually thought we'd have a, a stronger opposition than that, um, but they, they weren't, they weren't what I was expecting really. Um, but, uh, you know, they're obviously a, obviously a great side. They've, they've had a hell of a run lately. I think it wasn't our, that we beat them and then they didn't lose for three months or something until two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, they've obviously got a lot about them. Um, but, yeah, I just thought, I mean, obviously, absolute, especially the second half, we, would, we just destroyed them. And, um, you know, I know actually we probably didn't have a huge amount more chances. We had a few headers from corners and that sort of thing. Um, but it's, you're sort of thinking, oh, maybe a draw won't be too bad here. It kind of keeps it alive. But yeah, the win, the win helps a lot. And I think, um, yeah, I, th I think I'm confident Oxford are going to go and get maximum points now. Um, mm. But yeah, like you say, it's just the other results. And can you imagine if we finish on 81 points and don't get a playoff spot? I yeah. mean, what <laughs> is that? It's already, it's already, Somebody is going to not go up to seventy-five points. Yeah, because yeah, we've got crazy. seventy-five points and we're not in the playoffs. So, yeah. like, it's going to be breaking records or whatever, or you know, against the trend anyway. Mm. It's just, yeah. it's just a crazy uh, season. And there's, there is, if you go through the point system, there's such a divide after us. It falls away quite rapidly. Um, it's just, I mean, and it's, it should also it should also be a message to the board that if we don't go up this season, um, Carl's obviously delivered on the pitch to the points tally, but we are in an extremely competitive division now. I mean, that's the quality of League One now, and you, it, you're going to have to spend a bit of money. I mean, I'm not saying they don't, 
but it's going to have to continue because the standard is so high this this season it's crazy yeah um just what we're playing against you mentioned Carl Robertson there's been there were some calls when we kind of went through that run that bad week there were people kind of starting again talking about his future with the club I mean ridiculous absolutely crazy you know if he starts to lose the players and that you know you start to think that they don't have faith in him then I can understand it but one week of bad results where we were unlucky yeah I mean he doesn't help himself sometimes but he has got that squad together and they play for him everything everybody that comes and speaks afterwards are all on the same page um, you know, it, I think the board have faith in him, and uh, even if we do miss out this season, as you say, points-wise, we're up there. Entertainment-wise, we're definitely up there. Um, let's see what happens, and if it doesn't happen this season, next season is going to be a good one. We can say that already. I mean, should you know, should we miss out? It, it, it doesn't take a genius, does it? We've just had a fairly leaky defence. I mean, the, the numbers show you that instantly. That's what the problem is. But, I mean, offensively, we must be the best in League One, I think, still. By some by some margin, 80 goals. Um, next highest, Wigan on 76 with a game yeah, in hand. What, but, yeah. What's it's our a, conceded number? 56. So I bet there's probably not um, which, many around us with that. No, certainly not. You know, in the top half of the table, you've got to go down to Cambridge on 67 um, yeah. in 12th place for, for a higher number of goals conceded. Um, and if you, you're talking about Carl Robinson again, it's, he's got a history of finding gems in the defence. You know, we've brought so many through in the last couple of years, McNally being the latest. Um, and, of course, he's now brought Kieran Browning. You know, it's not like you don't expect him to be able to plug that gap. We, we struggled to get a forward when he first came in that could do the business. And who knows, maybe if we could keep Bulldog, then maybe we've got two now. But uh, defensively, we've always had that conveyor belt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it might just be that, it, you know, the defence, we've not really... Uh, defended in midfield as much as we have done in the, with with Goring missing this season. I think we or in this latter part of the season, I think we he's been a real miss. That that shield in front of the back four um, helps I, tremendously. I mean, I, I, I'm not I'm not necessarily criticising him, but I think one thing that with Goring, I think another thing that hasn't helped in that situation is we've got Hansen. And mm. Hansen should be good enough. Hansen should be there, but he is constantly getting injured. And when you, yeah. when you've got that space that's there, oh, well, he'll come good soon, and then he breaks down again, or whatever. You, you know, it would almost, in the nicest way possible, be better to have not had him in the squad, so that we could have mm. got somebody who could somebody play. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that 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 kind of law of him being able to play or a few weeks away. It's almost held us back. Yeah. Um, say that's not meant to be me criticising him, but it, I mean, it, it has, it has worked out that way. Yeah. Well, no, he does listen. He's going to come after you now, Wakeford. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when he has played, he hasn't really managed to get into any form because he's yeah. then got injured. But uh, you know, it, 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 I mean, I feel for him. 
but then well, no, there is no there's no sentiment <laughs> there's no sentiment in football, you know. You, but uh, he he he's as a replacement. He's not been there to replace. Now, I'm, I'm conscious of uh, uh, we're, we're on a bit of a tight schedule recording today, um, so I'm going to push on to just very quickly um, talk about the women's game. We, we talked about a, you know, a huge game on Saturday against Rotherham. They've got uh, an equally huge game against Ipswich on Sunday. Um, you know, we, we've got three games left in the season. I think Southampton, um, un, unless they sort of fall apart, have probably won the title. I think it's it's now between us and Ipswich for third place. Um, oh, sorry, for second and third. Um, and we kind of need to win all three, maybe two and, and a draw with Southampton and, and put the pressure on Ipswich. Um, but I, I think we, we talked about this in the last pod. And, and a fantastic season from our women's team against two clubs in Southampton and Ipswich with, with much, much bigger budgets um, and just a, a huge amount of credit to to everyone involved with the women's team. I mean, they're, they're, like I say, they're, they're going into the last two or three games of the season still with a chance of finishing second, which is which is fantastic. It is. I mean, they are a credit to the club. You know, they've always... Like, whenever you're there at the awards ceremony or something like that, you can't... Like, they are great ambassadors of the club. And, you know, it's amazing to see them do so well. You can't help but feel that yeah, this is where they need the board to back them as well. You know, mm-hmm. like we're we're trying to get a new stadium. We we're saying that we're a family club and a community club. Well, let's get behind them. Let's show them. It's not going to take much um, because they've okay. they've got the people there to make it happen, and they they've got a togetherness about them. I mean, it was some years ago now, but I can remember there was an awards ceremony, um, end of season ceremony, and it was. Liam Liam Serkum, I think, made a bit of a practice himself at the ceremony, and they just held them. They they came out with so much credit, you know that we need to get behind them. Um, and uh, it's one of those yeah. as fans, you know, we we talk about players playing for the shirt. You know, as fans, we we, we love our club. We'll always be part of the club. You know, players kind of come and go a little bit but but if you you want an example of you know of players playing for the shirt because you know at, at the the level that, that the women's team are playing at it's it's certainly not you know not playing for you know a big payday they're 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 playing for the love of it and they're 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 doing themselves absolutely proud and, and but like you say paul i think it's it's it is something for for next season to see where where the ownership sees the women's team as part of the club and, and how much sort of extra little bit of extra support they get might just be that you know take them up to the next the next level and, and there's a there's a real desire for for women's football now it's you know it's, it's getting bigger it's very you know it's fast growing it's a lot of people um that it's that that it's getting into the game you know girls who, who perhaps wouldn't go to a, a men's game coming to see the women's game and developing a love for the game, it's and a love for the club as well, you know. So, you know, fingers crossed, we'll uh, we'll be reporting on a on a couple of good results. Uh, like I say, Ipswich away on Sunday, and then Southampton away next Wednesday, before uh, Gillingham away on the last game of the season. So th- these two games this week are, are, are absolutely huge. So best of luck for the for the women's team there, and 
yeah, touch wood, fingers crossed, prayer mats, all of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, fingers crossed that uh, that goes well. Um, uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, double, <laughs> double, double. That would be good. That would be fantastic. Uh, a, a, a little bit of housekeeping. Hi, Tim. Um, hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Uh, hi, Ash. Um, and uh, and to everyone else that uh, that listens, thank you for listening um, and saying hello occasionally. People sort of say, oh, listen to the pod. It's good. Like it. Thank you very much. We do like that feedback. If you think it's, you know, it's not good, still tell me. But I'll probably not listen. Um, so, yes, Rotherham then, a prediction. Well, we've, we've kind of all said we've got to win it, haven't we? So we're not going to. I predicted a win against MK. Fraser, you said a draw, but, um, yeah. you know. That's uh, I think we, we, we've got to go for a win. And I think even if if we didn't have this, oh, we've got to win it. I think, like you said, with, with the form they're in, there's every chance we could. Absolutely. I'm going for a 2-1 win and it's going to be nervy as hell. <laughs> Hi, Paul. What are your thoughts? I think it's going to be 2-1 until the last few minutes. Then Bulldog comes on and gets the third. That would be nice. Him, yeah, him Brown, people coming back fit for a, a tilt at the playoffs um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go three two i think our leaky defense it might it might sneak it again um but uh yeah i think they at, at time of recording there were still a few tickets available um so let's let's sell that out uh if you haven't got your ticket already and you're listening to this try and get a ticket because uh, you know that that support so it's, it's a nice little stadium as well you know something for for us to perhaps look at and, and take elements of, um, but uh, yeah, if you if you're going, uh, make plenty of noise, um, and we'll be back to review that one and, uh, next week. And if you're Rotherham fans listening to this, I don't know why you would be. Uh, MK Dons made a really nice um, effort to applaud Carl Robinson before the game. If you could do the same, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. They were, I, I mean, apart from the drum, which was really annoying, um, I th- they made quite a bit of noise. I thought MK fans, you know, we we took. But there, there was the uh, that one chant that go, you know, when I was young, I followed them, and and which I thought, well, yeah, our, as somebody pointed out, our fence is older than their club. But uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> we, we let's. Uh, hopefully, that won't come back to uh, to haunt us if we get them in the playoffs. Although, if we, you know, we we've got. A, Half decent record. Well, the double over them, double over Sheffield Wednesday. Who knows? Let's not get ahead of it. I'm getting ahead of myself. Tell me to shut up, Simon. So, shut up, Simon. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. I would. I would say any other bit. Any other business? Any other business? Um, but I'm aware we're 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 pushed for time. So I think we'll leave it there. We'll see you again next week, and hopefully we'll be as happy as we are now. Bye. Bye.